Um, but yeah, what do you think about it? How to keep someone from cheating or you're a woman specifically? I mean, I would agree with what Steve said of 99% of the time if a woman cheats, it's because it co- there is a problem. Yeah. And there's there's lack of something from her man. And it usually is of love and attention yeah. and affection. And I think that's why when men cheat, women sit there and go, what did I do wrong? Because they know they would only cheat if there was something lacking in their relationship. Yeah. So I feel like that's why that stereotype exists. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demillier. And we've got a great episode for you this week. We are going to be talking about why do men cheat? It's such a great question. I mean, why does anyone cheat, really? Yeah. We, could say. we shouldn't really just target it at men. Yes. But unfortunately, uh, most of the research out there is about men. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Up top, have you ever been cheated on? Not that I know of. Okay. So I, I will say no. Okay. But isn't that sad that most people answer it the way I just answered? Right. That they go, well, not that I know of. Right. It's, it is so funny because I was cheated on once, but I didn't find out until three years later. Uh, see, and at that point, are you like, I would have rather just not known? Yeah. I was like, I had forgotten about this person. Yeah. Like in my dating history, I always forget that I dated this person. And then I'm always, <laughs> whenever I get asked like something about cheating, I'm like, oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> he did happen. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Because at three years, you're like, I was over it by three years. Exactly. I was so over it. Mm. Yeah. And then I I sent him a message because I was like, well, now he needs to know that I know because I can't let him go through life thinking that he got one on me. You know, <laughs> you lost, by yeah. the way. I just want you to know. I just sent him a screenshot of the message and I was like, just so you know, I know. <laughs> he was like, OK. I was going to say, uh, we're getting into some advice from Steve Harvey on this one. Mm-hmm. OK. Who? He himself has cheated. So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're truly getting an honest perspective yeah. on the subject. He really is the master of this. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost that thing of like, you just want to be like, you got caught. Yeah. You thought you got away with it. You got caught. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just so like soul crushing. Yeah. The truth comes out. Yeah, it really does. Well, I was going to say, I've had the scenario of I thought someone was only seeing me and I've asked them. And they said they weren't hooking up or seeing other people. And turns out they were. But it's like, is that cheating if they are not officially exclusive with you slash boyfriend? Yeah, I think it's more like deceptive or deceitful. That just seems like a liar. Right. I had a, a similar situation. But I was Molly in her young 20s was a moron. OK, <laughs> I was seeing someone. He said he wasn't seeing anyone else sim- like similarly, but that he didn't want to be in a relationship with me because he wanted the option to see other people right okay yeah so this is fun um i was like okay but i was like i'm with him like every friday and saturday so you know what else is going on narrator there was a lot going on (laughs) um i go over to his apartment one night and there is a condom wrapper on his floor and uh, I was like, uh, what is, what's going on there? So I, I didn't see it till I think I like got up in the night and went to the bathroom Okay. and I saw it and I was like, well, oh my God. So I left and mm-hmm. then he texted me in the morning. I was like, what happened? What I do? And so I told him, I was like, well, I saw the condom wrapper. He tells me that his, his roommate's sister's husband was in town and was using his room. And I was like, 
So you let other people have sex in your bed that I was sleeping in and your roommate lets his brother-in-law cheat on his sister in your apartment. Yeah. You're just cool with someone cheating on your sister though. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what's worse. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, many serial cheaters have said, they're just like, just deny, deny, deny. Oh, that wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. That wasn't mine. (laughs) Shaggy. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't me. Um, Shit. All right. Well, before we get into our Steve Harvey advice, uh, we got a little discount for you guys. Uh, If you're a fan of CBD products, we are currently sponsored by Sunset CBD, and they have everything from dog treats, so CBD for your dog. What do you think that does? Do you think it just mellows out a dog? Yeah, calms them down. Okay. Yeah, so if you have a Bichon Freeze, get some CBD for them. Yeah. Uh, Or just thunderstorms. Yeah, maybe an energetic puppy. Oh, yeah. Just mellow them the fuck out. Yeah, because my move has been, you like to take this early in the day. I do. Yeah. I like to take a gummy at night a lot of times. Oh, does it help you sleep? I think so. I think it helps me calm down a little bit from, uh, especially like after doing shows and your adrenaline is up. Mm. Yeah, I'll take the chocolate one at night or um, so I'll, I'll smoke a little at night sometimes because we have those pre-rolls. So sometimes I'll go for yeah. a little walk and smoke. Um, but yeah, I have been... I, I mean, all our listeners know I'm super high anxiety, super type A. So I've been very, very stressed out at work lately. So I start my morning with a gummy, which is like 25 milligrams CBD. Yeah. I feel bulletproof. Oh, I'm like, okay. no email can bother me. <laughs> <laughs> you can label it urgent all you want. I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Yeah. yeah, I know. I think the strongest thing is, okay, so I didn't realize the thing that was tinctures that we said in the last episode, that's yes. the drops. Oh, that's what that's that's the official like, word what's for, a tincture? for like a, a droplet of something. I like that word. I'm gonna start telling people I do tinctures. Yeah. 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 So I'm not gonna lie. I've been too intimidated to take like the tincture drops. Cause I feel like that's the strongest thing when it's like you know I yeah. gotta like work or something. Yeah, I've done the drops. I'm a fan. Um, some Which? of them do. Actually, I need to read ours more carefully, but I've done others where there is a little bit of THC in them. So yeah. that that also changes the game. So read. The, I know some of the Sunset Lake CBD products have a little bit of THC. So if you're ordering them, definitely read through because it's going to change your experience a little bit. And uh, I checked out their website. It's sunsetlakecbd.com. They have all the description of all of that right under the products. Um, but basically, I know so many people use CBD products anyway. So I'm like, hey, if you're someone that uses them, you should try our guys at Sunset Lake CBD. They're great. It literally comes directly from the farm that used to be a dairy farm for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> Fun fact of Vermont. Uh, and use the promo code SGS20 for 20% off. So that's SGS20 for 20% off. I mean, you're buying this stuff anyway. And especially if you get the drops, that stuff's like $200. Yeah, they're so, pricey. Come on. Yeah, definitely uh, check it out. Use our code. And um, if you're buying them a lot, sign up for the Patreon and you get 30% off. Yeah. Yeah, we so. got extra discounts happening yeah, on the baby. Patreon gang. Yeah. So more to come. But uh, so far, great experience. Mm-hmm. Love them. Great company. And uh, all right. So we got to get to our video that we're going to do this week. Do we have any more many more cheating thoughts before we start playing this for the fans? I mean, I have so many thoughts. I guess... I do have one question for you. Okay. If you start dating someone and then you find out that in a past relationship they've cheated on someone, would that taint your view of the person? A bit because I would I would have follow-up questions because there's the thing of once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that right. true? And I think if it's a one-time has happened situation, I don't think so. And also it would be like, was it the most recent relationship? How long right. ago was it? Did they tell their partner what were yeah. the actions? Because because what if what if someone cheated on their partner 
and they didn't tell their partner, but they broke up with them. How would you feel about that? Uh, I, I feel like they're dishonest. Like, See, but we talked about how when we've even been tempted to cheat while we were seeing someone, we just went, oh, I don't like that person anymore. Right. And I should end it. And we didn't cheat, but like we had the thought. Right. So I don't know. I don't see that as so bad because I've like reading research about cheating. They're like, when you tell someone that you cheated, it kind of is like getting the guilt off of you and it's like causing pain to somebody else. Yeah. I think a lot of this for me depends on how long they were with that person too. You know, like if it's a brief, say a summer fling kind of relationship or like a uh, well, not a quarantine relationship. That's a bad example because <laughs> you shouldn't be like adding up bodies then. I like but, how that's a category now. Yeah, Was right. it a quarantine relationship? <laughs> Did you guys make it to public times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to go inside together at all? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think if it's just like a quick thing and you do that and you get out, that's different than like someone was expecting a ring from you or you were engaged or married. You know, like there's so many different levels to a relationship. True, but I feel like cheating tends to happen when you've been with someone a long time, specifically yeah. with men, because often it's just this thing of, we just want something new. Right. It's not emotional. We just want something new. Yeah. Oh, I just, I don't like it at all. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I think for any reason, if I found out someone cheated on me, no matter what point in the relationship, it would be very, very hard for me to get over it and, and continue seeing them. Yeah. For, if they cheated on me. Yeah, if they cheated on you. Yeah, I think I would always wonder when they walked out the door what was happening. And I know that I would never have that level level of forgiveness in mm-hmm. me to someone of just being able to mentally get over that, to trust them again. Yeah, or just like, I've lost trust in people for other reasons that were not cheating. Yeah. And then I suddenly had that same feeling of like, always wanted to know what they were doing, then was tempted to like look through their phone. And I just was like, oh, I can't, no, I can't be with someone that I feel this way around and want to do those things. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to relationships for me, like this might be a toxic thing, but I feel like I almost have a switch with kind of all people in my life. Like, okay, like you're in like the good part. I'm investing in you. And then if something bad happens, I'm just kind of like, no, like I can't, my brain doesn't go there anymore. I couldn't, it's a level of trust. I just couldn't get back to be able to like flip that switch back and put them in a good spot. Yeah, it's tough. I'm like that with all relationships in my life. Not necessarily even trust, but just once I decide the relationship is over and I don't want you in my life anymore, I'm not going to do that like, oh, keep you vaguely around. Yeah. Like I'll be like, nah, we're good. Well, it's kind of like a job, right? Like, have you ever been in a job and then started to apply for a job? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I kind of hate everything that I do every day. So I want to see what other jobs I could get, Uh huh. you know, so then like you're intrigued and you just start kind of going down this rabbit hole of, oh, I want to do these other things. And I feel like it's like that once a bridge is burned in a relationship, you're like, oh, there were all these other things that I really, really hate that I was just kind of letting go before. Oh, uh, well, I mean? yeah, I would say that happens with breakups. When you first break up, you you are sad and, and you you can't get your brain to like think of the red flags or the, or the things you didn't like. Yeah. And that's why all the, our breakup episodes are like, <laughs> think of all the pet peeves, think of all the stuff that bothered you. Yeah. And it's hard at first, but then all of a sudden a few months go by and you're just like, oh, and another thing. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch did. Yeah. 
like, then you're like, wow, it's so easy suddenly for me to just kind of hate them. Um, right. <laughs> not that we recommend doing that. No, I definitely recommend finding a reason to hate them. Yeah, it's just, you know, I guess the mature thing is to get over relationship uh, breakup or cheating and like not hate that person. But we've all kind of sat there when we've had breakups being like, not that I wish they cheated, but you're like, yeah, I kind of wish that like they did something really bad. Yeah, it makes it easier to for there to be a reason. Oh, for sure. You know, um, I think this is something that Jared Free talked about recently of it's really hard when you can't point to someone doing something wrong. Yeah. You know, and it, you always want to think that like, oh, you could say that like, oh, this person is the asshole. This person did this thing. And it, it just it makes it make sense in your brain. Yeah. And it's and it's even from the like friend side of relationships. Yeah. When certain ones just don't work out, you just, you just feel bad. Yeah. You're like, I'm bummed. I liked them. I liked right. them together. And this just sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also where cheating gets even more complicated is because <laughs> I think I was uh, listening to something that Esther Perel was saying on cheating of you. It gets way more complicated the longer you've been with someone because you're not just dating. Your relationship is a life that you've built together. Mm-hmm. And so now the decisions that you make on whether or not you stay together impact this entire ecosystem of people. And I I think that's also a lot of times why people stay together. And especially if they have kids together Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, now you're really like impacting the development of these people. Do you think that would impact you? If you've been with someone a long time, say you're married, no kids. Let's say you've been married for three years, dating for five. What do you think? I mean, it's so easy right now to be able to be like, I think I would walk away. Mm-hmm. But God, after eight years with somebody, like think of someone you've known for eight years. Yeah. You and I have barely known each other. Like we've known of each other, but we haven't really been friends for that long. No. You know? But we are in love. We are in love. <laughs> <laughs> and if I know you would never cheat we on me. We are in love and we have a joint bank account. So yeah, you better not cheat on me, Molly. I better not find you in here podcasting with someone else. <laughs> Can you imagine if I walked in the door, I see the ring light set up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> You're like, oh, I thought you had a show. I'm like, yeah, well, it got canceled. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Yeah. What's the show's name? Yeah. <laughs> What's its rating? Yeah. I track your phone, Molly. You said you were going on a run. You didn't leave the apartment. There's something was up. Yeah. I, uh, oof. I think I would try. If I was with someone that I really loved yeah. and was with for a while. But yeah, ultimately, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would try. Like, I don't knock people that try when it's like they've been together a long time like that. However, if it was like there were other red flags of other things that bothered yeah. you. Yeah. Then you might be like, okay, this is the final straw. So I think it depends. It depends how good, uh, good and solid the rest of the relationship was. Or I almost feel like at eight years, I would kind of be like... All right, well, then I get to cheat one time, whenever that is. Yeah, I get a hall pass. Yeah, I get yeah. one hall pass. So. And I get to pick and where it is. I, I think I would make him pay for me to go somewhere really cool. <laughs> and I get a hall pass. Like, I pull so hard in Europe. I mean, everybody I do, does. I do great over there. Europe fucks. It, they do fuck. Yeah, they fuck. Yeah. Man, I've had some good times. Yeah. <laughs> I even knew that at a young age. I yeah. remember we went down on a family vacation to Europe. Yeah. And uh, my sister had never kissed somebody yet. And I was like... You'll kiss a boy in Europe. Don't worry. Oh, and she yeah. was like, what do you mean? I was like, it's just easier over there. <laughs> so much easier. And I was like, 17. Yeah. Just like, trust me on this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> We're prude compared to them. Don't you worry. So true. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what this first part has to say. It's a relationship issue that has been all over the headlines, men and infidelity. It's a nice way of saying why do men cheat. We spoke with men and women all across the country who weighed in on this hot issue. Yeah. I think men cheat because, uh, because they can. Why do men cheat? Because they're probably not happy with the relationship they're in. I think it's in men's DNA to have more sexual activity. They're lonely, they're, they're pigs, you know, from scratch. <laughs> I think if women cheat, they're a cougar or they're loose. And if a man cheats, it's like, go get them, guy. Guys will cheat, it's just for sex. It's not a, it may not be an emotional attachment, uh, but with women, there's definitely an emotional element to that. I think that's just an excuse for, you know, to say that, oh, all men cheat, but they don't. That's just giving someone an excuse. I think it's expected. Not expected, but uh, allowed. If, really? if men cheat. Well, it's not allowed? by me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul was like, hey, really? Yeah. yeah. I think it was interesting, the one comment that the woman made, that if a, if a woman cheats, she's seen as, like, a cougar or loose and, like, just basically saying like she's seen as a slut mm. but i i don't know that men are necessarily like championed for it no but it's you know what i think she was trying to hit on uh if a man cheats it's often looked at the you know woman yeah it's like hey what does she first of all look like have you been putting effort in to like keeping your man attracted to you? Have yeah. you been, this next one is, have you been turning down your man for sex? Like, right. oh, don't be turning down your husband because he's going to go get it somewhere else. Yeah. Like it's always kind of looked at of like, hey, are you keeping your man happy? Like maybe he was unhappy because of you and that's why he went and cheated on you. Exactly. It's like the woman is always in the wrong. Yep. Which it actually makes me think of, what is it? In uh, Beyonce's Lemonade album. Uh, is it hold up where she talks she says something about like how she always kept it sexy when she's talking about like him cheating it's like yeah i don't know if it's that song but yeah there's a line yeah that she basically is like yeah i'm always sexy i'm yeah. looking good and so, like, the world's like yeah you're fucking beyonce of course you did right <laughs> like, you know? exactly or the biggest thing you know with the whole like women versus men like stereotypes with cheating uh it's because it's assumed that a woman having sex with someone is emotional Yes. And there's an emotional attachment where it's like, oh, the man's like, oh, no, I just I just needed to have sex. I just wanted to have sex with this person. But that doesn't mean I was emotionally involved. Yeah. And th that's what that one guy was saying where he was like, yeah, for men, they never feel the emotion about it. Like, it's just purely sexual, which I disagree with. Mm. I think men do have emotional affairs, but then I think that they're better at cutting them off. And I think then it like can really screw over the other person because like I've yeah. been the other person and not known it like multiple times mm -hmm. and yeah thinking it was just like a fun thing but like i'm definitely like talking to this person regularly and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god like how do you have the capacity to talk to someone more in depth than you talk to me yeah like we posed the question would you forgive someone for cheating we didn't we forgot to specify is it emotional cheating is it physical cheating yeah because there's been you know couples that i've listened to that um have talked about like uh, one of us was emotionally cheating and went and told our partner 
kind of like I'm getting attention from this person and I like it and I talk to them a lot and mm-hmm. I'm starting to have feelings for them and I don't want to. And a lot of times they're like, that hurts more. I mean, it hurts more to men, essentially. They kind of see the, the same them as one and the same. Yeah. Emotional cheating and if their, you know, woman went and slept with somebody else. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know what would hurt me more. Uh, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, I do think that they would hurt about the same, especially if you feel like your partner's being distant from you. Yeah. Because there's nothing more maddening that, like, when you can tell that someone's pulling away and you can't get them back mm. and you don't know why. And then if you all of a sudden uncover, like, these, like, emails and text messages with another woman of, like, oh, so it's not that you don't have anything to talk about. It's just that you don't have anything to talk about with me. Yeah, you'd rather talk to someone else than right. me. Yeah, mm. it's such a conscious decision. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, let's see what Steve Harvey has to say. Okay. Good. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. You know, you said when you're out holding your seminars that this is one of the, the top questions that you get. I mean, without a doubt, it's the number one question asked, you know, and it's, it's, it's a big question because it's, it's, it, it, it causes a lot of pain mm-hmm. in relationships mm-hmm. because it violates the trust. And it's so hard to get it back once you've done it, you know. Yes. So it's probably the most painful thing out there. All right. Well, let's get to some of the questions that we've had. Again, we talked to people all across the country. And this is a question. It's from Kathleen. And we heard this over and over and over again, Kathleen. Question for you, Steve Harvey. How would I know if my boyfriend or husband is cheating? What are the signs? Well, if his cell phone rings and he's in the shower, and he runs through the glass door to answer. That's one sign, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And if he sleeps with his uh, cell phone duct tape to his thigh, yeah. that's that's a good way yeah. to tell. But I, I, I think really the um, more serious answers become, you know, if there's an attitude change. Mm. You know, if your man doesn't care anymore about the intimacy, whether you're having it with him or not, if it doesn't make a difference to him, if he's indifferent to it, that mm. attitude adjustment is serious. And then the big one is if his intimate performance with you has changed, if all of a sudden you're seeing new moves and new tricks, brand new tricks, you know, this is, guys, our imagination ain't that good. Mm -hmm. We have got to go practice these things. We can't just bring them in there. You know, we got to. So all practical signs that that we should look for. I don't think I agree with the sex one, actually. Yeah, I was going to say that one terrifies me a little bit because it's like, we're always saying to spice things up, to try new things. And now I think I'm going to be more in my head if I'm with someone. And then all of a sudden, like, it changes up. Like, are they trying or are they cheating on me? Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought of all the times I was with someone and I changed it up. Right. Do they think I'm cheating? <laughs> Is this why we can't stay in a relationship? Everyone just thinks we're hoes. <laughs> we're cheating on everybody. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, I've had, I've had, like, a guy try something kind of out of nowhere. And I feel like the answer is always that they like saw it in porn. Yeah. Or we're also living in a world where people have had quite a few partners. And especially in a city like New York, we're a little bit older when we're dating. Like we've been through the rounds. So someone has taught them something. You know, we've all learned a trick here and there, picked it up along the way that like you might just try it out. Yeah. Or like um, the episode we did with Lev and Jordan, they talked about like, you know, a person you're dating, 
a lot of times it's more intimate sex, right? Yeah. And they were like, okay, if you want like rougher, more wild sex, they're like, a, a good dude's not going to just unleash that on a, a woman he's like with and really likes and loves. Right. So it kind of is like, you got to build up to it a little bit yeah. or they need like the green light from you. So yeah. I agree with you of like, yeah, it's they've done that with other people before. They've just never done it with you. Yeah. Because I was going to say the intimate pattern for me would just be more if they if they didn't want to sleep with me anymore, if we weren't having sex anymore. Yeah, that, I I'd think that's like, a big flag. I'd be like, okay, who are you having sex with? Right. You have sex with someone. Yeah, because men don't just not have sex. No, there's they no way. They get it somewhere. No way. So, yeah, I think that's the absolute biggest red flag. Yeah, for sure. All right, next question. And, and this is a question that some men in relationships say they struggle with. So, hey, Steve, if somebody's flirting with me, how should I handle that? It's the old, it's not my fault. Is that what it is? Well, well he's lucky if that's happening. But anyway, <laughs> no. if, uh, if somebody's flirting with you, I mean, you know, you, you got to be careful because flirting pushes the primal instinct button in men because by nature, you know, we're predators. And so if you, re if you show that little twitch flex reaction, that little dangle of carrot, and we immediately go for it. It's a very dangerous thing to flirt because at what point does it stop? Because if you keep the flirting up, eventually it's going to lead to something, you know. And the best way to do it is just, you know, laugh it off and go, <laughs> girl, you crazy. And, you know, and, 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 and go home. And just move on. Yeah, because on. if you do it, you're not going to win. Mm -mm, yeah. mm. Okay, I like that advice a lot. Yeah. But just, it's, I think this is something a lot of people, not just men, are very bad about. Yeah, because it's so flattering when someone's flirting with you. Yeah, or you don't want to, you think it's mean to turn them down in some way. Yeah, but I also think that people who have been in a relationship for a while, that feeling of like, oh, someone's looking at me. And especially if the groups that you primarily hang out in, everyone knows that you're taken. Uh -huh. So like you're not going to get hit on. It's just not going to happen. Or if you're usually out with your partner... People know that you're together, like you're just giving off all the vibes that like you're off limits. Mm -hmm. So then if it starts to happen, you're like, okay, I still got it. Yeah. I can still do this. Okay. <laughs> or like, um, oh shit. I think Taylor has a, Taylor has a joke about this in her Netflix special, um, about like her boyfriend bragging to her of like, oh, this girl gave me her number today. Oh my God. And she's like, do you want credit for not cheating on me? Oh, yeah. She does have <laughs> like, a joke about that. Like the yeah. most basic terms of our relationship. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you think you deserve a prize? Yeah. Because like, you didn't do anything about it. But it's essentially saying what Steve just said. It's like, hey, someone dangled the carrot. I didn't take it. Yeah. Just want you to know, honey. Give me more plus points. I mean, that begs the question, would you want to know if someone was hitting on your man? I mean, yeah, I would like that they told me. Because then I would feel like they're not trying to hide it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Especially if they were like kind of uncomfortable. Or if they said that, you know, this woman said this to me, especially if it was like, say it's like a coworker or someone that they're like, I'm going to see more of. Ooh, then, you like, would want to know. They're letting you know and they're kind of like, what do I do? Then I would kind of be like, oh, okay. Like I would trust them more that they like came to me. But okay, a coworker that like, you know, you're going to see at like the holiday Christmas parties, stuff like that, or happy hours. Yeah, I mean, I would make sure I'd go to the next, whatever the company thing was. Right. I'd be you like, would yeah, I'll, go and I'll just stand stand near you. Oh, I don't know if I would want to know <laughs> or, if it was someone that I was going to see. Oh, I would want to know. Absolutely. Oh, Because it's like, you already would pick up on it. Yeah, you would sniff it out. You would. For sure. There's like that TikTok thing. The um, Have you seen this trend? It's this girl and she plays Jessica. And it's the girl that's like, she pretends to be best friends with like your boyfriend. 
she's always like oh my god hi i've heard so much oh, about you yeah. like oh this one he's so funny and like it like always like laughs and jokes with your man like right in front of you it's oh, this perfect god. little character i'll share it on the shooter's page i'll share one and yeah. it's that thing they just towed that line of like no i'm not flirting with your boyfriend it's like yeah you are you need to back off <laughs> yeah oh my god if i'm around a friend's boyfriend i throw out a lot of like hard bros homie dude like, yeah or like don't touch him yeah <laughs> like, that that's the basic very one simple things yeah, like, yeah be, don't be in his personal space yeah. touching his arm la- like not even laughing at him that much yeah like no. if anything i'm like i'm gonna make fun of your boyfriend like, yeah that's how much i don't want to fuck him yeah. and make him feel really small <laughs> yeah, just emasculate that's the move uh I'll let you build him up later girl yeah or like hey if this was with someone that you like you know were serious with and you weren't married yet a fun response would just be like, yeah, I mean, if we were married and you wore a ring, maybe this stuff wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's an easy way to let people know. <laughs> Intent. Yeah. <laughs> and also to get them to stop talking about it. True. You know? Yeah. Have your, this might be a weird question. Has one of your parents ever gotten hit on, like when you were with them? Yeah. And then you saw how it was handled of like, was it told to the other parent? Did they like laugh about it? Like what? My mom gets hit on all the time. My mom's a tiny blonde smoke show. Yeah. And my dad knows it. And so like, it'll happen when he's around because they're both also just like my parents. Yeah. And uh, like our moms are very similar. And actually our dads are too of like, they'll be talking to someone like they won't always be right hip to hip at a party. No, like they've been married a long time. Yeah. (laughs) And like the moms are just like super bubbly and bouncing around. Yeah. And so then my dad will be like, well, who is this man buying my wife a drink? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So then he'll go over and be like, hello. <laughs> he's like, get me one, honey. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, whatever. Like other people can buy her drink. She's not going to do anything about uh, it. I remember my dad once got hit on right in front of my mom. Not like super obviously though, but it was that yeah. towing the line. And we, we were on a flight going somewhere. And my dad and my mom were in like the exit row of lots of leg room, right? Okay. And I remember my dad was wearing shorts and I'm in like the row behind them. And I remember my, I hear my parents like laughing yeah. and my mom like turns around to me because I'm like, what are you two laughing about? And my dad's like, the flight attendant said I have nice legs. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like laughing. And my dad kind of was like, do you hear that, honey? And, and my mom's just laughing and she's like, you're lucky I'm not a jealous yeah. person. Like, and, but my mom's sitting right next to him. Like. That's a bold move for someone who works there, too. Right. And it's like, I don't know how she said it. Maybe she just kind of said it of, like, matter of fact of, like, oh, shit, you got long legs. Like, yeah. you know, because he's in the exit row. Right. He's a 6'5 man. Yeah. You know? But it's just. But then, like, uh, my mom tells this story of uh, Chris James, who's British, mm-hmm. was, you know, in, in town for a gig at my house. And, uh, you know, my mom made a frittata, the little egg thing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Chris said something of, like, Oh yes, I love your tata, <laughs> your tatas. <laughs> like he didn't know, he didn't know the, the official word, word yeah. you know. And my mom has told this story so many times, That's amazing. and I just watch my dad's face when she tells it, furious, <laughs> just like so angry. And I'm like, first of all, you know Chris, yeah. he's my good friend, and they're like, let her have this. Yeah. This is her fun little story. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so she's like the comedian said I had nice tatas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you know like that's why like when you said how would you handle someone flirting i'm like i kind of have seen it happen with my parents and they kind of it's like the other person knows and they kind of just laugh about it yeah i don't know i feel like the biggest fear is like a work relationship actually developing so that one i feel weird about if they're just like out at a bar and i think that's why 
Taylor's joke triggered me a little bit more of like, because essentially that's like the place of work for a comic, right? Yeah, her joke actually, I think it was like a barista or something. Oh, okay. But like, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like it was, people yeah. that you're going to see. So it's like a coworker is like, oh, like this is a person who you have to talk to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. But I think there's like, there's some kind of flattery to it of just like, you still got it, honey. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's a little like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, beat you up for getting hit on because I know it felt a little good. Right. To be like, oh, people still want me. It's like, yes. Yeah. I still want you and some other people still want you, all right? Yeah, and it is also, like, a little flattering in that perspective as you get older, too, of, like, yeah, like, you're still hot. You still yeah, got it. right? You're like, I look good. Yeah, but I'm taking you home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see the next question. This is Christine from San Francisco. Hey, Steve, I have a question. If I suspect my fiancé of cheating, is it okay if I check his emails and phone <laughs> records? Hold on. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't really like that one personally. I, I don't think it's cool. Right. I think you should respect a person's privacy, you know. And then there's an old saying, you know, that if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. If your guy is cheating, you're going to find out. You don't have to go looking for it. You always find out. Now, if that's if he's cheating. But if you're wondering if he's cheating, you know, because in light of everything that's going on today, everybody, now, I wonder if my guy, well, if you're wondering and you go looking, you're going right. to find something. It could be an innocent email. It could be on the phone number that's mm-hmm. attached to business. But if you stuck it in your mind, wow, he's cheating too, and you see this stuff, it could, it could turn into something else. I know a lot of relationships that are shot now, I mean gone, because someone suspected and went looking and found something innocent and it turned into something that it really wasn't. They're saying now text messages and all that, that's lipstick on the collar from back in the day. Yeah, I don't recommend text messaging. I matter, I quit text messages. All my notes is by carrier pigeon. (laughs) I don't know. Bobby, let's cut out the middle. Bobby is six. Okay. I feel like this is an answer from a man who's cheated. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I don't have paper trails anymore. Right. (laughs) Uh, He probably doesn't. I I wouldn't, wouldn't doubt it. So what do you think about that? Do you, if you suspect someone is cheating, would you go through their phone and, I mean, mostly text messages, but possibly emails? Um, I don't think I would. It's just more, if my gut is telling me and I think that they're cheating, that yeah, they probably are cheating. Yeah. Like suspect is so ambiguous of like, okay, what's triggering your suspicion? Right. You know, like, did you find a thong that isn't yours or are they just coming home late? You know, yeah, like, do you feel like they're lying where they are? Right. Like what? Yeah, I feel like I would track their phone before I looked through their phone. Yeah, I would. And also just for me, it would be a little bit more of like spidey senses and to see yeah. what else was going on. Because I think what he's saying, too, is that once you make that accusation, you kind of you can't take that back. No, and can't. that's a break of trust on the other person. Yeah. And especially if you've been together a long time, I think Matt. Uh, Matthew Hussey had something about this where it's like okay say we've been together like three and a half years I've always been a good man to you and then you're feeling insecure and you bring this up to me like what am I supposed to say right and how am I supposed to get that back from you yeah I mean well here's another thing with the phones right we I haven't been with someone long enough that that I feel like this stage happens or whatnot but I've had like um with eggs benedict when I would like drive when I'd be like with him like he knew the passcode to my phone yeah because he'd often like be the dj 
Yeah. And I had no hesitation of like, oh, the phone's locked. And I'd be like, oh, here's my code. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I knew he had my phone in my hand. And there were like other things of like, oh, you're showing someone something on your phone and you like hand it to them. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's levels of trust with the phone too that I'm kind of like, if you have someone like never would let me even hold their phone or like mm-hmm. they're always never, keeps it face down yeah like there would just be like little hints along the way of yeah. just like oh are they very secretive with their phone yeah you know that, what i mean that's a huge red flag especially because i'm similar to you of i really let anyone t- touch my phone like i don't right care. i have nothing to hide so if you were like that with someone and then if it, it just naturally comes up like with friends say we're out like taking photos or like whatever someone's phones are on the table you just grab them and we've all known that guy who has been like oh that that's mine no don't yeah and it's like okay if your partner is doing that there's something they specifically do not want you to see and you need to kind of take that kick in the teeth and like understand that there's something bad there probably right or just like I mean, I want to say like men are lazy, but like everyone's lazy, right? Yeah. If I'm on the couch watching something yeah. and my phone's in the kitchen and it, the ringer goes off and you're in the kitchen. I'm I'll, not I'll, getting up. Yeah. I'll go, yeah. who's calling? Right. Like, I'll be like, go look at it. Who's yeah. calling? So like, like there's so many little things like that, that it's just like, yeah. Anyone that's like weird or kind of sketchy about it. It's like, hmm. Yeah. And also, I mean, even just like when you're spending a lot of time with someone, like use a phone call, for an example, like if you and I are sitting on the couch, one of us gets a phone call and we go take it, we'll come back and be like, oh, my mom just called, you know? Yeah. Right. So if someone is coming in and out and not saying those things, like there's something not, they're not sharing. Yeah. I just love that he started with just like, listen, if they're cheating, you're going to find out. Yeah. Like you will. And I think he's essentially almost saying too of like with men like, yeah, we're not that smart of hiding it either. Yeah. And that's the thing of like, there's been plenty of people, plenty of stories we all know of like, no one suspected anything, didn't have any gut feeling. And then it was just like, something got like sent to the house or there was something on the bill or like, like there's always going to be something that like the person doesn't catch. Yeah. And you catch and you're like, oh, here's my proof. Yeah. Ubers are a big one. Oh, that would be a big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a heavy paper trail. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's how... Oh, no. The guy... Oh, God, what was it? Like, a year and a half ago, when we, like, first started the show that I was just hooking up with, and I found out he had a girlfriend the entire time, uh, she asked me to send my Uber receipts. And I was like, yeah, sure. I took screenshots of them with the dates, the map. Yeah. That is a hot tip for the fans. A hot tip, yeah. Hot and tip. uh just and it, so that she could see like the whole thing. Um yeah. Yeah, that's like, proof of like, yeah, I was with him on this day, this night. Yeah, and like it was also in the middle of the night. So it was like, Yeah, what's yeah, this going is on? his address. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it was it's door to door. Oh shit. Yeah. But I've I've never heard that advice of just you will find out. Yeah. Cause I agree with you. If you accuse someone of cheating, like if someone accused me of cheating. Like, I would be so offended of, like, what the fuck have I been doing that makes you think I'm cheating? Well, because that's the ultimate betrayal, really, right? Right. And so to think that you are doing something that awful Mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah, I I don't think you come back. So, like, uh, honestly, like, before listening to a few of these videos, like, really, like, diving into cheating, I would have said, like, oh, absolutely, check it out, figure it out. You play Nancy Drew. But I'm like, ah, like, if you're wrong. It's a, it's hard to go back. Yeah. Mm. It's really hard. <laughs> all right. Let's see what other questions. Why are all these men that are in power think they can get away with it? 
I mean, you know, it's, it's not just men of power. You know, cheating is not reserved to men of power. It happens to the truck driver, the cab driver, the janitor. It, it can happen to anybody. It happens to women. You know, men, men of power just have more opportunities. You know, w w women fail to look at this mm -hmm. thing sometimes. A guy... There are trophy men just like they're trophy women. They're just like women that men want to conquer. Right, right. There are men that women want to conquer. A guy walks in the room, has himself established fame-wise, money-wise. There's women over there eyeballing this guy. He, he may not even be aware of it. That's why the athletic bus pulls up at the hotel. What's it filled with? A lobby full of groupies. Because guess what? They want the trophy guy. They don't care if he's married or not. So for the famous guy, Guy, the powerful guy, it's just tougher. It's more opportunities presented. You know, best thing is to go. I just want to go home. I just yeah. got to get through the minefield to get there. To get there. But you know, it's not just men. Not just men. You'll see, women do it too. Another question. Steve, what can I do to prevent my wife from cheating? Wow. You, you very rarely get that question, you know? Because, but it happens. I yeah, mean, people don't talk about it, but it does happen. It, it happens a lot, a lot more than people discuss. Because right. on my radio show, I get mm -hmm. these letters all the time from women who uh, have these great guys that are providers, do everything he's supposed to do, but yet and still, she wants something else. But it's rare because most women, if, you, if you're attentive to them, if you are a provider for them, if you're communicating with them, if you're loving to them, if you're giving them the things that most women want, most women will stay put. The average woman is really decent. She'll stay put because, because she's, she's gone out. She, want, she has what she wants. You know, most women will stay put in that situation. So when a guy goes, how do I keep my wife from cheating? This is a guy, I can assure you, is not taking care of his business oh. at all. <laughs> okay, I just love that he was like, most women are decent. Yeah. <laughs> like, where he's basically being like, men are not decent. But women, women are decent creatures. It's, yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, okay, so the first one, the power thing. Do you agree yeah. with what he said? It's, it's just that they have more options to cheat. Yeah, and I mean, specifically men in power, like, I think he was really focused on athletes and that, right? Yeah, I think, like, athletes, I mean, yeah, I don't know if there's groupie buses when, you know, Biden's pulling in somewhere. Right. You like, know? athletes, musicians, those kind of things, like, fame. they're also primarily on the road. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're not going to be crossing paths as much with their wife and family, and if they are, it's very scheduled. So, like, they yeah. know when that's coming through, they know when you know, after the, you know, a big game, a big concert, like, that's when the groupies are rolling in. Like, I think they have more blocks that they, like, fit those kinds of things in. Yeah, I was, I think it was, I was listening to some interview with an athlete, and it, he got in trouble for cheating, and he was, oh, wait a minute. No, this is love and basketball. I knew, I knew that's where you were going. Quincy McCall, baby. Quincy McCall. I was like, it was, a, it was an interview I, I, was, I was intellectually listening to. It's like, no, this is from love and basketball that I originally saw when I was eight. The greatest movie in the but world. But this fucking stuck with me, yeah. even at eight years old, yeah. of the dad going, there is a woman that always gets through all the security and is at your door. Yeah. Like, where he basically is like, you know how many women I've turned down? Yeah. Like, I fucked up this one time, but you know how many people I turned down? Yeah. And when you phrase it that way and you hear him out, you're like, I mean, it is kind of impressive. It's true. Like, yeah. Chris Rock had a bit about it of, you know, because he got divorced and whatever his latest special was. And he said, 
he admits to cheating and i think he goes i've cheated a total of three times wow. and he's okay. like now you might hear that and think that's bad He's like, I tell other famous people. And they're like, what? Only three times? Yeah. Like, yeah. like They're like, you guys couldn't work it out? Only three of you being famous for over 20 years? And that level of fame. Yeah. Like Chris Rock. Yeah, you know Chris Rock. Every day. A funny man who's famous. Yeah. I, I do think it's more of a weakness thing. I would agree for him. Agree, agree with him on that. And that lifestyle of like, okay, your wife and family are at home. You're in a hotel by yourself. Like, you're, yeah. Peop, humans have needs. Humans need interaction and socialization, mm-hmm. and they do like need to be with someone. So I do think it is a little bit of moments of weakness. Yeah, or like when people have open relationships. If one of the lifestyles of someone is fame or not, but just traveling and gone a lot. Yeah, that's when they make sense to me. Yeah, because it's just like it is lonely. It and is if whatever your job or lifestyle is like. Like the athlete on the bus can't be bringing their wife and kids everywhere like they could but the time they'd actually spend with them while they're away is basically none right whereas like jim gaffigan is married he's a comic and he makes enough money that it's like he gets a bus and goes on tour and the family is on tour yeah the whole family is with them they get a hotel always with a pool so it's like during the day i'm awake with my kids hanging out with my kids hanging out with my wife i go do my show and i go home right like so but it's just like yeah certain lifestyles it's like you can't do that yeah i mean but gaffigan's not going to a trainer in the morning yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah gaffigan doesn't have shoot around at nine you know <laughs> it's inter- the power thing is interesting because here's i mean some people totally do it because it is a little bit of a power trip where it makes yeah. them feel powerful in the sense of i think just feeling wanted i mean this is also pre me too when this video came out so yes obviously there is a power dynamic that men have proven get off on it yeah and like that's like (laughs) pun intended you know but i do think it exists that it's just kind of those small moments and not necessarily predatory yeah, but it was funny that Steve immediately was like, men are predators. Yeah. <laughs> it's like another word that isn't thrown around as easily yeah, nowadays. But yeah, like he's just saying it of like, you know, we're hunters. And it's like, oh no, predator now. Yeah. <laughs> really means something else. That'll get you in jail. Yeah. All right. So what about the, how do I keep my woman from cheating? So I agree with him, but I also think I would add to it communication. Yeah. Which obviously a man is not going to say. Mm. Um, But there's something from that my mom always said that always stuck with me of she always said that she never worried about my dad, even though like he's always out bubbly, like chatting with everybody. And he never worried about her Mm -hmm. um, because that she had said uh, before they even got married of infidelity is the one thing that will make her walk away. Mm -hmm. And if you there's a line and if you cross it, this is over. Yeah. It doesn't matter what point, but it's done. And that was something she always said to me. She's like, that is the absolute one thing that I would never, ever forgive someone. And that's the the only, like, bar, really, mm-hmm. of, you know, and the only expectation between us. And then it, it's something, like, she would say it in front of him. Yeah. And of just, this is the standard of our relationship, and it will never be crossed. Right. Or there's something, too, of just being like, I will be fine without you. Yeah. I love being with you. 
but you cross that line. I'll gladly leave. And yeah. there'll be someone else. Marianne's a badass bitch. <laughs> she, <laughs> well, would, <laughs> she would pull. Well, I was like, it's the confidence of basically being like, what, you think I couldn't get someone? Right. Like, I could. Exactly. I'm choosing not to, but I could. Right. I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what do you think about it? How to keep someone from cheating? Or you're a woman specifically? I mean, I would agree with what Steve said of 99% of the time if a woman cheats, it's because it cause there is a problem. Yeah. And there's there's lack of something from her man. And it usually is of love and attention. Yeah. And affection. And I think that's why when men cheat, women sit there and go, what did I do wrong? Because they know they would only cheat if there was something lacking in their relationship. Yeah. So I feel like that's why that stereotype exists. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I, I think he was pretty spot on for that one. Yeah. It's one that we were talking about a lot in the studio. And, and I can just hear our mama saying this. Once a cheater, always a cheater. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that the case? Because let's come clean here now. You have spoken about how you've made some mistakes in your past. You've learned from those mistakes. Oh, yeah. So some of this, are you speaking from experience? Well, okay. Uh, on national TV. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I mean, I'm you on my third George, marriage. You, you know, you know I, I, I've made some mistakes in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get married, you're on third marriage, and I'm very happy now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've made those mistakes, you know, because, but people have to know that once a cheater, always a cheater, that's not a true statement. People grow. People get yeah. better. People learn from their mistakes. People move on. People discover what went wrong before and learn how not to make those mistakes again. And that's a very myth that women have passed down throughout the years that once a cheater, always a cheater. You've lost some great relationships because women bring that baggage to the next relationship and, and it kills something that could be really good. So I'm very happy now and I go home. So let's put that on TV, please. <laughs> yes, that's with Marjorie. Thank you. Yes, she's yes, a good thank you, God. Funny that it almost seems like his go home theory. He was like, I learned that from fucking up. Yeah. I learned that I need to just go right home and I won't be unfaithful. Yeah. Well, it's funny that when he gets interviewed about this, it's about when he wrote the book, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Yeah. He talks about in that book having a mistress and why he essentially chose the mistress over his wife. And it's because the mistress packed her bags one day and was like, I'm leaving. He's like, where are you going? And she goes, you keep saying you're going to leave your wife, but you haven't left her. So I'm going to leave. Damn. And he was like, and her being willing to walk away is what made me, you know, realize and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, this is twisted advice. Um, was the mit- mistress wife number two or three? I believe it's wife number three. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. But it's just, uh, it's, it's just very interesting that like, I remember reading that book and then all of a sudden I got to that part and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking advice from someone <laughs> who's like not following any of these rules with the mistress that he essentially did actually end up leaving for that is the weird thing about all of these books right right it's like yeah but yeah like the rules lady got divorced yeah so. matthew hussey's single yeah. matthew hussey is single as fuck yeah. when's the last time matthew hussey's had a girlfriend i don't know right i have no idea i mean we're single <laughs> We're like, fuck all these people. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, a, lot of, a lot of us are hypocrites in some way, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're trying. I mean, I love that they called him out in this interview. Yeah. Of like, now, is, are these advice from experience? Yeah. Which is funny that he wouldn't say that he's cheated on TV, but he says it in his book. Yeah, he wrote it in the book. Yeah. I mean, people don't read. Everybody watches Good Morning America. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no one's going to really read the book. Yeah. Uh, But shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we covered it in the beginning of like, what the thoughts of once a cheater always a cheater but my final thought is that it just it really depends kind of on when 
the cheating happened and, and the length of time. I, I For me, it's more how how often. Is this someone that's cheated in every relationship? Yeah, that's once yeah. a cheater, always a cheater. Right. You're not going to suddenly change with me. Right. Yeah, someone that did once, very long time ago. Yeah, like if someone did one time in like college, like, you know... I do think at that point in real life, like, like Steve said, you're growing and you're learning. Mm-hmm. I think there's some people who stop growing and learning at a certain point. Yeah. So it's like, if this was a habit in your mid to late twenties and you, you're dating me at 30, mm. I'm going to have some red flags. Right. God, there's a word for this. I don't know the word. There's a word of like, if you're treating people like they already are something or like they're already doing something. So like cheating. Yeah. If you're treating someone like you don't trust them and, and, and you keep like assuming mm-hmm. that they might be cheating, they are more likely to actually cheat. Yes. Uh, Matthew Hussey talks about this and his tip for it is to, instead of accusing your man of cheating or your partner, is to be more positive of saying, the thing that I love about you is how loyal you are to me. Interesting. As this like sort of like mindfuck positive reinforcement. It's almost like guilting them into telling you if they cheated. That feels like a little bit. Yeah. Or when they're presented with the opportunity of being like, I'm loyal, Mm. you know? Yeah. But it's, I think that is true of just like, yeah, if someone just thought I was a cheater anyway and kept accusing me or kept snooping around my shit. Yeah. I might eventually just be like, yep, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that comes from more of like a toxic place of just like, whatever i do i'm not going to convince you otherwise so i might as well because i remember there was a time in college where everybody thought that me and one of my guy friends had hooked up and we kept being like no absolutely did not happen did not happen and then we were drunk one time we're like well everyone thinks that we did so might as well just do it give it a try as well yeah Mm. and uh so we did and then we're like well that we shouldn't have proved them right. <laughs> well, you did whatever this word is that I can't think of. Tincture. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. The psychology of tinctures. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want to join the Patreon for behind the scenes, uh, juice and whatever's going on, uh, it's patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. And use our code SGS20 at sunsetlakecbd.com for 20% off all their products. And you can follow me on Instagram at the guaca underscore Molly. And I'm at Sparica and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.